Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of No Rogues Bar here on the Rogue Opinions podcast feed. I am your host, Scott McLeod, once again delving deep through the minds of the members of the Rogue Opinions team, once again figuring out who are they, what do they want. And there's going to be a lot to delve into when I try to get inside the, the mind of this, my next guest. He... Like he tried to pretend that he doesn't want to talk about himself, but really he's been reveling in the opportunity for me to ask him all sorts of started questions about his life. It is the one and only Liam Hall. Ladies and gentlemen, my boys, my boys, my boys. I am I'm so happy to be here. Um, well, I say I'm happy to be here. I, I, I have no idea what um, Scott's going to ask me. So I, I'm kind of terrified, to be honest. Um, so I, I, I'm afraid I'm going to get cancelled. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I guess you never really know these days. I, I, I like to think that no one can cancel me. I, I'm far too rich. But um, no, in, in all seriousness, I'm very glad to be here, and um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm going to take a rare step out of character and um, <laughs> let Scott take the reins and it, it interrogate me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the rogue opinions equivalent of when the Undertaker started doing interviews outside of character. This is Undertaker's appearance on Hot Once. It's what we can best compare this to. Yeah, if this feels like, I'm kind of scared you're going like, like, to ele- ele- like electrocute my testicles or something. I know that's not an undertaker, but still. Um, do you know what I'm, I'm kind of into that stuff anyway, so you know, maybe I'll be all right. Whatever you're into is between you and the sort of people <laughs> you meet in those back alleys. Between me and Carl. I mean, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Um, you dare bring Carl's name into this, he's a good boy. He, he is, well. Uh, as far as you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely call I definitely call him good boy a lot. Anyway, sorry, I'm 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 rambling. Uh, but I mean, you you talk about getting cancelled. I think we've we've gotten this far. Uh, I don't think I think if we we're going to get cancelled, it would have happened already. So you know, touch wood, we're not getting cancelled any of us. But if anyone was going to get us cancelled, it probably would be you. Maybe, yeah. I mean. Yeah, because I, 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 I just end up saying stupid shit without really meaning to it. I, I mean, also, I mean, like, I am kind of playing a character which kind of forces me to go down certain roads. But again, you know, it, it can be very easy to take it too far, especially if you're trying to be funny and especially if you're not like me. So, um, yeah, it, it, it can be a bit of a challenge. But yeah, I, well, there's, there's a, you know, I, I, I think I told you this before. There's a reason I don't ever retweet any episodes I'm on because if my employers ever hear <laughs> any of the bands in Munich or any of the other shite that I've done like Jesus Christ I, I, I definitely I'll I'll never get employees <laughs> I mean I believe there was a quiz it may have been one of the wrestling ones we did but we, ju- we just open it and you're talking about pussy lips or, or whatever the hell you're talking about and somebody who's not listening to that podcast is getting what the hell are you talking about I swear to you I know it's out of context but even the context wouldn't help but it happened. God, I, I can't even remember that one. To be honest, <laughs> it's been so long. We we need to do another wrestling. Actually, no, we don't because I I think I did terribly at them. Well, uh, I may or may not be working on another one, so uh, your participation is up to you on that one. Oh, well, you know what? I I I I come and pad the numbers. <laughs> yeah, you you come pad out the numbers. Yeah, that's the best I can do. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Liam, I. Put it out to a couple of people in Rogue Opinions for mm-hmm. uh, any questions they wanted. Uh, and, you know, I got a question I already had down, but I got variations of all the same question 
which is simply, uh, why are you so annoying? <laughs> <laughs> How dare members of Rogue Opinion question me? And I know, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I am, I am a bit annoying. You know, I'm just, um, I'm, I'm an eclectic personality. I'm, a, I'm an acquired taste. Um, you know, and you, you can be annoying and you can be lovely at the same time. I mean, you know, you, you can say the same for Carl. You can say, say the same for Reese. Um, I, I, I just think I'm a lovely little boy. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm still young. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only 13. So, um, you know, I, I, I have room to grow and mature. You know, I, I'm still a young lad so far. I do not believe for a second that you're 13, don't <laughs> What kind of shit are you trying to spin to these people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not fighting. Oh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm going to be a completely serious answer. But um, no, yeah, I, I, I'm not. I, I don't think I'm annoying. Um, although my family might disagree. I mean, my sister's literally leaving to go to Swansea, so I, I like to think that I don't have anything to do with that. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess you never, never really know. So yeah, I, I, I want names now. Who, who said that I'm annoying? I cannot uh, divulge the names of. These people, I will, I just go by their pseudonyms, like uh, Mr. Mr. C. Pierce, uh, okay. and uh, that is all you need to know. And moving yeah, on, I, I know any Calvin Pierce's, but okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, Sorry, yeah. I, I, I interrupted you. Yeah, uh, I was just laughing still at the whole thing. I'm only thirteen. Like, if that was true. <laughs> I think the idea of us allowing a 13-year-old to talk about some of the things that we've been talking about uh, over the last couple of years was cancelled more than any shit joke or stupid joke we'd have made. Oh, yeah. I, I, I always say it to Reese when, when he says something rude to me, um, just, just to try and, like, you know, game in hot water, because I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, I guess that's, and I guess that's why Reese loves you so much. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you've been keeping up with his latest Twitch Twitch streams, but um, I was supposed to be commentating, and I lasted um, uh, I lasted less than ten minutes, which which isn't un- unusual for me in other circumstances. But um, in terms of podcasts and you know Twitch appearances, that that that's, um, that is that is pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because um, you do seem to very easily wind him up. Like you just have this ability to. Just annoy him because, like, when we've been on a podcast together, that one time, or a bunch of us all got together over Skype to watch the Rumble. Just, <laughs> he was just consistently. It was like a, it was like watching a a, a couple that've been together for thirty years and their love is just dying, and the wife is just constantly yelling, "Oh, shut up!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, he, he he's very um he's very fun to roll up. I know, and I think I I know how to push his buttons. You know, I, I'm I'm definitely in his head. Um. And it's it's just remarkably easy to get under his skin, and um, he. I, I mean, I, I I'm basically going to say what you're thinking. Yes, yes, he is my bitch. Um, <laughs> I, I know that's what you're thinking. Um, so um, yeah, but <laughs> now, I mean, me, me and him, I do have a, we do have a very very tight relationship, though. Um, I can't even remember how it all started, to be honest. Um, it's probably well, actually, I probably met him around at the same time I met you. Thinking about it, yeah, because was was he now at Rope Bake as well uh, for a while? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he was because I, I think uh, you and I first started doing a podcast, and then Ben, for whatever reason, wanted me to do one with Reese and Assad, which he 
instantly regretted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I mean, yeah, it, it was just a, like a start of a kind of beautiful friendship, and we kind of always talked about wrestling and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, we 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 have we have quite a lot in common now. But I think about it. Um, what kind of things would you would you consider that that are the core? things of your your friendship with Reese that you guys kind of bond over um well i mean you, you said one of the things there like bondage um you know is <laughs> is a key oh, interest to both of us um well i mean like he's um he's a very passionate football fan which i i know you're not so i won't bore you with the details but um oh you go ahead okay well so um i i'm quite an avid arsenal fan and um although he's not an arsenal fan per se I guess it would be his second team if he didn't support West Brom. Um, so I mean, we have that in common. We have we are di- we actually have very different tastes in wrestling, which actually kind of annoy each other at, at times. Um, but yeah, we we just kind of we we just kind of talk about those things, and I think our, our personalities kind of work very very well together in an antagonistic way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, isn't in a way, isn't that where all the best friendships come from? Yeah, exactly. We, we, we're like north and like and south. You know, we're like north and south poles on a magnet. We um, we just constantly push push against each other, but we're basically two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most beautiful way I've ever described our friendship, and um, he's probably going to hate it. <laughs> and and like obviously, even in the way you sound, because like he he has a very strong you know Birmingham accent, and mm. you sound like you've never been near Birmingham in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know that, that that is a kind of weird thing as well. Because I mean, um, I, I I think I said my area on this podcast before, um, I, I, and I, I I don't know if I should say it again because well, I mean, you know, fuck, fuck it. And I I don't think anyone's going to stalk me. So I, I come from um, Staines and Surrey, which historically is kind of you know it's one of like the roughest places in the UK, or at least it used to be. Now it's really quite nice, but. Um, you know that's where like the character Ali G was from, and it was just a really shocking place. But um, yeah, it, it is a bit weird how I ended up with his with his accent. I, I think I um I think I fell in with the wrong crowd, um, <laughs> and, and with the wrong crowd I mean um, um Tories. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is very different to his. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you because you like you said you're from Serbia, you sound like that, and then you got uh, Nathan. It does not sound like somebody you'd think comes from Essex and now lives in bloody Wales. So, like, we've got people who definitely sound where they definitely have strong accents from where they come from, but yet most of the English members of our group sound way posher sometimes than they actually are. And then when you Mm. you take five minutes to listen to any of our shows, you realise that we're all pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much. I, I I didn't even know Nathan comes from Essex, and I, I can't hear that at all. But I can kind of hear the Welsh like a slight bit. But um, you know, I think it's quite nice that we all kind of our accents all kind of represent different parts of the UK. You know, um, obviously you're 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 from you're from Scotland. You know, I, I, you're just you're just outside Glasgow, aren't you? No, I'm very much in Glasgow. But... Oh, you're very okay. Yeah. So obviously you have quite um you, you have quite a strong Glaswegian accent. This is very Birmingham. Scott is it's not exactly Manchester, we can kinda of hear like small twangs, I guess there. Mm. Um so I, I it is quite nice that we we all kind of bring different parts to it. And I think, you know, something like multiculturalism, even if it is I mean, saying that we're all bloody white guys. I was gonna say we're um, all just varying degrees of white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we literally are. 
Um, we 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 literally salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, you know you you, you kind of get one what, where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nathan in the early days would regularly remind me that like the myself or Gemma were really brought in to really diversify the how the podcast sounds <laughs> rather than just having a group of mainly English guys. Yeah, which I, I think is, I mean, obviously you, you bring more than just your accent. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, you know, like it, it is kind of, you know, it kind of makes sense. You know, if, if, if Reese and Carl just sounded like me, you know, <laughs> something like Bands in Munich's can be very very boring to listen to but you know you you can tell each of us apart by our voices which i think is i think it's nice it, it kind of lends a good dynamic and i think it's why kind of you and i actually quite work quite work work quite well together jesus christ easy My, for you to say yeah i, I, I guess so <laughs> Dude, our chemistry is so strong liam can't even get his words out yeah well, what, what, what can i say but you know yeah i i do think you and i should do more podcasting so i, I mean we've recorded two now and for the most part they've gone swimmingly besides me not being able to get stuff out of my mouth or washing you there but um yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i actually answered your question at all i'm, I'm very sorry <laughs> uh, 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 no it's fine uh before we we go back uh, to well the other thing i want to ask you about is uh, talking about how you record with carl and reese and i did a couple mm. of questions about that but uh one of the uh, main things, I think it's because of how you, you sound, we've kind of created this persona for you of this guy with all these servants or whatever, and uh, <laughs> historically, I mean, one that look, historically, so you've got me doing it now, we've also had, you know, the story of Jeeves, you know, like, was this just like a one-off thing between you guys, you Carl and Risa just spun off into a thing, or how did this start with Jeeves? It was well, the you know, backstory. Well, you know, it's, it's a funny story, because um, this kind of, this whole gimmick was my creation. And the only reason I came up with it is because Reese came up with this um, bloody stupid raccoon fucking joke, <laughs> and and it, it just kind of spiraled and went from. And to be fair, I mean, it's my fault because I also just went with it. Um, but I kind of wanted something to kind of deflect. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of created this kind of rich guy persona. Because um, I, I mean, I, I'm not from like I, I'm not I'm not from a very rich rich background, believe it or not. Um, but I guess I sound like it, <laughs> and it, it's just really really fun to kind of. Um, create your own like mini world i i really i really enjoyed um the jeeve stuff I, I think it kind of drove carl a little bit mad at some points um i think reese to, to a certain extent as well but um it's just really really fun playing that kind of like really silly ridiculous you know ultra tory bmp posh wanker um <laughs> it, it, it was just it was just a lot of fun <laughs> Um, I, I, I think actually the first time I ever did it, I think it was, it might have been the first podcast we all did together. I think, I, yeah. I, I think, I think we did, I think it was one of your guys' quizzes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was, um, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. Um, I, I kind of wish more people had more characters to be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it just makes it more funny and you can kind of make jokes about it, bounce off it. Um, yeah, because yeah. you, know, you know, dynamics are very important in um, podcasts. Also, please tell me to shut up if I oh, ramble because <laughs> I, I kind of tend to go off on one. Um, hey, my, I other, I mean, other podcasts outside of this has the word rambling, and I am no stranger to that, <laughs> that kind of thing. And honestly, I you can talk as much or as little as you want because you know my main fear of a show where I'm asking someone questions is not getting them to talk. So you are making this 
like way like very easy for me so i appreciate as much detail as you want to go in oh too sure well, 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 well thank you very much um you know i i, I find these kind of stuff weird because like I, it feels very interviews feel very unnatural mm-hmm. um because you know it is very kind of one-sided you know I, I, i've done interviews like semi-professionally before with like actors and like directors and stuff and like it just feels very weird, you know, asking them questions, and, and, and unless you kind of get into like a good rhythm, mm-hmm. it can be quite forced. And and in terms, it's very difficult skill to master, which is why I kind of I respect people like, um, you know, Renee Paquette or a lot of the wrestling journalists. Like, so I think mm-hmm. they they do really really well, um, you know, getting the information out naturally, but also making them feel comfortable. And I think that's it's a real real impressive skill, which is a lot harder than people think it is. It really is, and I want to follow on something you said you know, in the middle there, but before I carry on, I think, I think at the minute we're kind of fine for characters at the minute, because for me especially, I don't think I need a character, I'm already putting it, I was already for most of my time here put into a wee bubble of, I'm the Scottish one, and then for over time to come, I'm the, I'm the most wrestling-centric maybe one out of everybody, mainly because I keep having to vary who I, between who I go with, which is part of the reason Sam was brought in. Because he's one of the only people for a while that I could do wrestling stuff with, with, with SmackDown and things like that. So mm. I've already got my main drugs. No, I've got my my box and I fit into it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it's very important to find a box as well. Because I, I think when you and I first podcast, I, I think you kind of struggled to find your voice a little bit. I seem to remember. Yeah, I, I could be wrong there, but that, that's kind of how it felt a little bit. Yeah, let's talk about that. I mean... But, the order and where I'm watching asking questions is, you know, a bit all over the place. But you know what? I'm following on from things you said. So let's yeah, just, yeah. I was going to ask about it anyway. But let's talk about when you and I first did a show. Because, yeah, like the one time we did a podcast was that road break. And then we didn't do one for almost the entirety of Rogue Opinions, like just us two until, mm. until like this past couple of weeks uh, where we've done your quiz podcast and then this. Which, you know, it was ironic that you said, Joe, you felt nervous going into somewhere where you didn't know what you are going to be asked. Well, now you know how it feels when somebody comes <laughs> on as a contestant for your bloody quiz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, so, so what, 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 what did you actually want to ask about it? Sorry, I, I, I think I, 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 I what, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to be like asking you okay, what your memories kind of were of our... Right, because yeah. uh, I remember seeing how you kind of, I remember, like in the early days of Rogue Opinions, seeing how you what you used to wind up people like uh, Reese and Natalie. Like, well, this is very much a differently into the lame I was talking to when we were at Rogue <laughs> Opinions because we're, I remember we were just there because you needed somebody to do Mania 35 predictions with. Mm. And I, I also distinctly remember uh, us spending the, the time allotted to the Cruiserweight title match just playing F Manny Kill 205 Live Edition. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot all about that, man. How, how, how many? That must have been like two years ago. Two or three years ago by now. Yeah, that was that would have been twenty nineteen. Yeah, well, it's weird because like with the rope break stuff, I I kind of um particularly when I was on podcasts, particularly if I was like hosting, for the most part, I would kind of take um like, a little bit of backseat. Like I like kind of do it now here and there if it's quite like a big group, and especially if it's with new people. Because you know, I I don't want to turn people off if um you know if I come across very very strongly personality wise. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, it was interesting because I, I think, I, I think I, I was, I, I think both of us were kind of finding our voice at the time, and um, I, I was used to doing like, you know, interviews like for newspapers and stuff, which I, I was used to kind of writing up in prints or 
making it into an article. So it's very kind of different doing an actual pod and, you know, you know, throwing it back and forth, throwing it back and forth, or asking, asking questions here and there. I, mm. I think I've got a little bit better at it to a certain degree, but um, it, it, it is quite, it is quite hard, I think. Yeah. And, uh, I think back in those days, yeah, I, I think I struggled with it. Um, so, I, I mean, Reese is a much better host than I ever could be. So actually, he helped me out a lot in those days with podcasts, even without realizing it. But don't tell him that though, so you can probably edit this out. Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll definitely <laughs> never know. No, he'll never know about this. No, absolutely not. I mean, he's already got a uh, already got, got an award in our uh, anniversary awards for Room Five Hundred One, and he's so happy about it. I don't think he's done an episode of it since. He's, re- he's retiring <laughs> on top, clearly. He, he's um he's gone out on a high. Also, I can't. I'm, I'm very glad that I got an award. Um, so, but, um, actually the reason that I kind of wanted to do, um, Safe Words is actually to get that award. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I was like, you know what? I kind of fancy having my own show. Um, but yeah, so you, you surprisingly, you'd be glad to know that I, that you inspired me. <laughs> uh, I, and you know, that helps me sleep at night knowing I can inspire at least one person. Yeah, exactly. Show. Well, I, I can tell you someone who, else who inspired me, Scott. Don't. So okay, never mind. <laughs> okay, I have an idea where you're going to go, but <laughs> no, I'm joking. Actually, actually, I was going to ask you because I, I mean, I, I've sort of talked to you off air about it, um, and obviously I've apologised. But how did you feel about that about that kind of stuff? Because obviously it was just a random comment I made, um, you know, in your quiz. <laughs> I'm really sorry that it kind of went out of control from there. I was more annoyed at the fact that you know I like. I still get nervous sometimes uh, when it comes to hosting, even after all this time of doing podcasting. And mm. even especially when we're at a quiz where like, I want the questions to be hard, but not too hard, but also keep it entertaining. And then this is the main thing where we get all these people together. So I was nervous about how I was going to control everybody. And then things just right went out the window when you just came out of nowhere. I didn't know how to react. <laughs> And maybe, maybe there was maybe a mild bit of annoyance, which is why I took you as the call. <laughs> and then I think after that, I, just, I quickly got over that, and so I just maybe maybe played up my my annoyance for dramatic purposes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because I, I, I like I, I kind of like I, I kind of got like a bit of a read on you, so I know that you're not going to be like super offended. Because so, if I knew that you were like a tie ass or anything, like I definitely would, I wouldn't have gone anywhere near that joke. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I know you're a pretty sound guy, so I was like, okay, I can, go, I can, I might be able to get away with this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am very, I am very close to my my mother, but you know, the I knew obviously that the the way the joke came out, like it wasn't meant with any you know, malice behind it. I knew you were just, no, I was like, like, this is him just being, this is him just being him. You know, you just got to don't be annoyed, you just got to go with it. <laughs> yeah, and also the fact that she's, you know. From what you told me, she sounds like an absolutely incredible woman. In all seriousness, like yeah. the, the, char- the charity stuff just sounds absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've probably never come close to doing anything like that. Yeah, yeah, she's great. I mean, I could, I could go on other, but you know, it's not about me. It's not about her. We're here to talk. Ask you <laughs> find out why you are the way you are. But, <laughs> you, can tell, uh, you can tell I'm deflecting. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. But talking about the podcast, I think part of the reason you know, like. I might okay, I may have came across maybe a bit nervous on that one is while I had been doing podcasting for a while, a uh, an ESSR and on Golden Balls Round podcast, I think it's because this was a new 
kind of thing I was doing. Also, I'd never met you before mm. we recorded, like much like when I did the the Vengeance podcast with Nathan, we uh, did that podcast. That was our first time ever speaking to each other. So it's one of the things where you have to get to know a new person and then try and develop a bit of a back and forth, like just then and there, mm. so, which isn't always you know the easiest. Uh, so you know, I, I think in time, you know, I don't think I was ever fully comfortable there, but you know, I think over time I got more comfortable. But you know, I think yeah, that went, that I, I don't look, so gone. I, I think it went as well as it could. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I mean. Uh, to be honest, a lot a lot of people weren't comfortable there um, for a while, um, but yeah, I mean also because I mean I think something that I've really kind of admired about you, and I, and I do actually mean this in all seriousness, like <laughs> your voice is quite like it's quite dry, a little bit monotone, but you, you've you've like you've worked it really really well into your humour, which <laughs> I really like. And it, it sounds really like backhanded, but like I, I, I love that kind of humour to be honest. So like it, I think it works really, really well. And it's, it's probably why you and I work quite well together because I'm, I'm a bit more silly, I guess. <laughs> Is it to, to, to put it kind? Um, there's, there's other words which are less kind that you can probably use, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned something about interviews, uh, and you you've been mm-hmm. doing interviews, like. How long have you have you been kind of doing the interviews that you said? Like, what was your what was your like formal when you were in like university or college or whatever as you attended? What was your main like course? What was your like what that you studied? Yeah, so um, I did um, I did film studies originally, um, and I, and I kind of changed like specialism quite a few times. Like originally when I went there, I wanted to be a director, um, and then I kind of wanted to be um, you know, a journalist or an interviewer, and then for quite complicated reasons that I've ended up being um, like a writer director. Um, but yeah, for, for, a lo- for a long time, um, for most of the time I was there, it was to do um, film criticism. And <laughs> I, I really enjoyed talking to people and learning about new things. And I, I think, I, I do think I'm very good at choosing questions. Um, and I, I, was an okay, I was an okay writer. Um, but yeah, I think I was much better at choosing questions than I was writing. Um, which is probably why I enjoyed um, interviewing. But yeah, I did a lot of stuff for kind of local paper there. Um, and I did some stuff at home. I actually had um, a work experience at um, The Independent, um, the newspaper. I think it's called The Eye now. Uh, I, I haven't really kept up with them recently. But um, yeah, I, I, so that, that was quite interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I interviewed quite a few people. I, meet, I interviewed um, Paul McGann, who was, um, I think he was the eighth doctor. I right. um, and then I just interviewed some kind of local people who are doing new projects. Um, I, I interviewed an artist who worked on Loving Vincent, which was a film a couple of years ago about Vincent van Gogh. Um, and yeah, I basically just interviewed lots, lots of different people. Um, so I, I think it kind of made sense to kind of do something. I, I think that's kind of why I w- wanted to go into podcasting. Because um, I thought it would be kind of similar. I didn't realize how different it would be. Um, but it, I mean, it's kind of what you're doing now, to be honest. Like this, this literally was kind of what I was doing. I was talking to people and asking them questions, kind of having, you know, this is basically what I was doing. And then I'd write it into an, an article or just, you know, transcribe it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was. It, I had a lot of fun doing it, but um, in the end, it, it didn't work out. But you know, say la vie. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, getting that work experience that you said that you got with the independent, you know. 
like that's that's another stuff. How did you manage to get that? Do you remember? Did you have to write off to somebody to get in there? Do you have to go through so, somebody? Yeah, it was weird because we had um, a guest lecturer who came into the school, um, and he because he 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 was um he, he was a film critic, and he talked about criticism. He talked about short films, and I just went up to him after and just started chatting to him, just talking about film and all that kind of stuff. And then I asked him. Um, any, any advice on how to get into film criticism and you know to become a journalist and the kind of stuff and he gave me his card and I kind of just emailed him and he put me in contact with some people at the independent because I think he's I think he's still at the new statesman um but I think he worked at the independent before um and so that kind of happened for a little bit um and yeah so it, it, it works out pretty well um well actually i i actually i, I might have misspoke, misspoke slightly so i had i had the internship but um it actually got cancelled around about two weeks before because the person i was going to be doing it with um got pregnant and went on maternity leave All which right. is quite which is quite unfortunate <laughs> um, i mean i mean great for her but not for you no not yeah not for me because <laughs> i I, it, 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 I think if i actually had my internship i probably would have continued on with what I was doing to be honest um it's a bit of a shame how it worked out but um but you know it, it was um it, it, it you know it, it just goes to show you that just shoot your shot the worst can, the worst that can happen is people will just tell you to fuck off you know you, you're not going to be blue-balled from the industry or any any kind of industry mm-hmm. um so yeah if anyone's listening to that just just give it a try and it didn't work out but you know that's what it is it's, it's networking baby do you think that if you managed to get the internship, you probably wouldn't be here right now doing this podcast? Ah, uh, you know, maybe, maybe not. I, I, I don't really know, but I, I think I would have tried to do something to do with wrestling at some point. Um, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I was still on the journalism idea when I wanted to do rope break. Now it's kind of. Um, that was kind of how that kind of thing started because I was like, you know what, film isn't working out. I'll, I'll try wrestling. Um, I didn't realize how there's a few wrestling magazines there really were. But um, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of how that started out as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I probably would still be doing film criticism these days. Um, if not, I, I don't know what I'd be doing. I, I might just be in the same situation I am now, um, unemployed in writing. <laughs> well, like, one of the things that I like about Rogue Opinions is we do seem to have the freedom to kind of try new ideas and things we want to talk about. So is there any reason that you've maybe not considered using your love of film criticism? Maybe we do some articles for the website or have you thought about doing more review-based podcast mm. like here? Like, is there any reason you maybe haven't pursued that so far? Uh, well, it's weird because, I mean, in terms of articles, I, I think I, like, I, I was quite sad, but I didn't... Um, make it as a journalist or that it kind of you know it all kind of blown up in my face and basically when the university said that there's no point trying because you know barely anyone's going to succeed because it's a dying industry um so i i think i still have like a little bit of hurt from like writing articles but um i mean i i definitely wouldn't be opposed to doing a film podcast at some point i mean that's kind of it's similar to kind of what we're doing with um uh, Rogue Chronicles, that, that I did with Carl. Because um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it got a bit annoying because I, I turned Blue Velvet into a bit of a film review, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I really enjoyed. But I, I know it's not really his kind of thing. 
but yeah, I, I definitely would be up for doing it at some point, you know, whether in audio form or not. Um, in fact, I'm still looking for someone. I, I, I have an idea. But um, yeah, maybe. I, who, who knows? I never say never, as they say. Yeah, totally, because I've said to Carl how much I enjoy listening to, to Rogue Chronicles. And like, and I don't really listen to the uh, the Doctor Who episodes. It's nothing to do with you guys. It's just Doctor Who is not really my thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, even though I heard that there may have been a bit of a a bit of a back and forth between you guys and a difference of opinion on the Cybermen on the on a recent <laughs> one. So if you guys are are interested in you know Doctor Who, I check that one out just to see these two go at it. Uh, not in that way. <laughs> well, that, 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 that'll be um, that'll definitely be a Patreon too. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm glad to hear you enjoy. It. I I really enjoyed doing Baroque Chronicles with Carl. Um, I, I don't know when we're actually next going to be able to record one. I think he's he's pretty busy at the moment. But it is it is a lot of fun. And it, you, mate, you're you're welcome to come back anytime if you fancy it. Um, yeah, because I think I think we should be getting close to the time where my the episode I joined you guys on with Thanos uh, should mm. be should be coming out. Uh, and I had a lot of fun uh, doing that with you guys. Uh, what I was thinking about, I think I vaguely heard uh, before you in the group chat or somewhere in person that you'd done some film studies, and I remember listening to you guys uh, on the podcast and the way you talked about like the characters and everything. And first, I think it may have been listening to your uh, Norm Bates episode that I uh, mm. listened uh, to you in particular. I felt like, you know, obviously. I know you enjoyed doing the, the stuff with Jason and the, you, you, him, and Carl doing the stuff as a trio and, and a bit of a laugh. But part there's something about what you were talking about, you know, Psycho and films like that that made me really think about. Well, he's really in his element in this kind of podcast, which is why I was asking why you hadn't maybe done something else that explored another idea, film based up until now, because it really feels mm. like you can really there are times you can really tell somebody's into and enjoying the thing they're talking about and I can really tell that with you sometimes on Rogue Chronicles yeah well uh, thank you I, I'm glad it comes across because I, I definitely I, I definitely do enjoy talking about film um, it, it's difficult because I mean the thing is there, there's so many film podcasts and you know I, I think I think you need a kind of hook with it Cause, you know I mean if you want to listen to film podcasts you know, why would you listen to me when you could listen to someone like Mark Commode or mm-hmm. you know um you know the truth and movies which is a brilliant you know absolutely brilliant podcast i think that i think it's little white lies that do that they, they have a very good film podcast i haven't listened to it for a while though um but yeah i think i need to find a kind of niche to do it on um because I, I i i kind of have like an idea here and there um it's, it's, I, actually so what whilst we're on the air i might as well kind of pitch this to you so i had this idea that I show a film that I really love to someone, and then they show me a film that I really love. Well, they show me a film that they really love, and then we kind of talk about the both of them. Like I, I feel like that's something I, I haven't really seen many people do before. Mm. Um, so I, I think that could be something that could be quite unique. I, I don't know what I'd call it. Um, yeah. Poopy butthole or something, I don't know. <laughs> Pro- probably something to do with films. So that, that's, not, um, that's just a working title. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird. I mean, particularly with film and film criticism. I mean, there's so much. There's so much of it out there. Oh mm-hmm. man, you, like you think there's a lot of like wrestling websites and wrestling um, stuff, but oh boy, 
there's a lot about films out there because I don't know if you know, but films they're they're they're, they're pretty big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard I've heard every so often because that's the thing with me and Carl. We've kind of fit ourselves kind of into a niche of doing mostly TV related stuff with like Podney and Easy. I mean, we did the odd film thing like where we were doing that ranking podcast the other day, mm. and we might do some like film based stuff in the future. But we've kind of like settled into kind of the TV stuff for now. Because uh, I get what you're saying about the the film review and stuff like I I briefly dabbled in movie criticism for a while. I think I discussed oh, this with cool. Ben with Ben on uh, his show, but I had that blog for a little while. Because uh, but it's one of those things. Much like pretty much almost all of any aspect of of journalism, it's you know fun to do and something people all people are really passionate about. But it's a bit to actually find the opportunity to actually get yourself through the door. Oh, it really is. And I mean, to be honest, I, I think kind of something I really like about Rogue Opinions, um, I, I, I don't know if I can speak for everyone, but it's not like, you know, we're not trying to use this as like a stepping stone, you know, we, 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 we're not like deluded to think that it, this is going to be all right, we're Rogue Opinions and next you're in Bloody Guardian, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just something that's really, really fun to do. And, you know, even if, even if it never leads to anything, like it, it's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, although I'm saying that, if if this did go professional, I I would absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you you so you kind of you talked about doing film stuff. Like, have you um? I, I I've been meaning to delve more into um Korean films recently because I've seen like a few ones like Old Boy and stuff. Um, and then some other kind of random shit. But I mean, do you watch much um, like foreign cinema? Not really. I had, I did do, I did do a journalism course at university, and part of it was almost a film kind of studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Or at for the second half, so like the first half of the course was like September to December, and then the second part was January to April time, and they kind of changed up one or two of the classes that were in the second half, and then actually was the film studies one. And most of that, like first six weeks or so, was basically watching subtitled a different subtitled film every week. Okay. Most most of which made absolutely no sense really whatsoever. The one I really like had a lasting memory lasting memory of is a French film. It was called Holy Motors, where there's just this, oh, okay. this random guy going around France and taking on different jobs they were created, and he's just. He's almost like an actor slash contracted guy who's just appearing in random places having to wear different disguises and one point it looks like he shoots a guy but then reveals it's really a guy who looks like himself or there's a monkey involved at the end. I don't it's a weird <laughs> film to describe. <laughs> yeah, I mean Charles, it sounds it sounds like a lot of fun. Charlie Minogue yeah, pops up in it. Yeah, I'm looking at the poster now and it, uh, I saw her name was like, Really? <laughs> like it's like she's like Australian, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, well it's that's a weird thing. Uh, the film is mostly subtitled, except for the odd like bit where there's an English speaking actor pops up, and then her her whole part is entirely in English, and then she randomly sings a, so- a really sad song, and then she just disappears. Oh, okay, that's that's very strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what actually could be really fun to do? I think going doing a list of you know the bet the quote unquote best like you know foreign films of all time. I think that could be a really really fun way to kind of. You know, I think that could be quite a fun series to because it's something really different and it's something that people can keep up with and, and look at. And, you know, it, it, I think it expands our minds as well, which is always a lot of fun. 
Mm-hmm. So m- m- maybe we'll do that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how much interest I have in, in doing formal building, if that's what you're into, and then to be because like, I'm pretty sure there are better, like there are more well-known foreign films that we could have talked about, but I don't know why we got cho- we we chose to do ones that we got, and in that particular class. So I'm pretty sure there are more foreign ones, are ones that are probably more that are easier to follow. It's just the ones that we happen to get just were just so like all over the place. Yeah, that, that, that's fair enough. I, I, I kind of want to know which ones you watch now to see if I've watched any of them. Um, I can't even. I forgot the names of them. I don't know why I remember that one out of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I, I, we kind of went on a bit of a tangent there. <laughs> no, 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 it's, we were, well, we're talking about film and, and stuff like that. Oh yeah, so, it's all good. <laughs> so you guys stay tuned if, if uh, Liam eventually finds a better name for that podcast than just buttholes but you know I wouldn't hold it you know hope because you know we if one thing we're known for here at Rogue Bands it's our creativity when it comes to naming things <laughs> I think say if there's one thing we're known for is buttholes and I was like yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I mean this is the podcast that for two whole days was known as Rouge Opinions because we we forgot how to <laughs> properly spell Rogue and nobody wanted to check it that is brilliant I love that <laughs> yeah it, it was unbelievable I mean, considering our logo for most of our time here has been kind of a maroon reddish colour, it wouldn't have uh, looked too out of place, but still, it would not have went for what we were going for. But you, you said you wanted to, you know, focus on some wrestling for a while and rather than film, you know, after you know, the internship and everything. So, you know, that's something I've not really delved into because I'll say we, we met at Roadberg, which is a primarily wrestling based podcast and, and magazine and that. But tell me about your kind of relationship with wrestling, uh, kind of both like how you were getting into it and how would you describe how you feel about wrestling kind of nowadays? Mm. So I, I I think it's a bit strange, but I came into it really, 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 really late. I mean, just, just to kind of give um, context, I think the time I came in, uh, I think Capital Punishment had just happened um, oh, in 2011. Wow. Um, you know, the, the pay-per-view, not the um, not, not the form of execution. Um, so you know, our truth um, fighting John Cena for the title. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, it, it was just before the summer of punk, and then that kind of thing happened, and um, I was like, oh holy shit, this is mad. The thing is, when I first saw it, I I thought it was completely real, and I literally the very clip I first got me into it was our um, truth attacking John Morrison on the stage, and I was like. Oh my god! I can't believe this, this has happened. How could someone <laughs> in such a professional work environment attack someone before a match? This is just so unprofessional. Why has he got such big eyes, and why is he so creepy and scary? Um, but yeah, <laughs> so, 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 so that was my start. I mean, I kind of I stuck with it for a while because I, I got really really into it. I can't remember what point it was, but I mean, Rey Mysterio and CM Punk were my guys. Um, so I, I went back and watched a lot of I watched, went back and watched a lot of Rey Mysterio stuff um, so I, I got to see his matches with Eddie and just random random people um, which, you know it's good because you, you kind of go down a bit of a rabbit hole there and you, you find John Cena you find Edge you find all these kind of different people oh excuse me um, but then you know we come to like summer of 2014 CM Punk has left 
I mean, Daniel Bryan. I, I, I think I might. I think I, I feel like I must have stopped watching before Daniel Bryan won the title. I, I could be wrong. Um, but the Shield guys were a little bit cold. I mean, Dean Ambrose kind of was a bit disappointing. I always heard brilliant things. Seth Rollins, he was. I mean, obviously he was very good in that role, but I, I, I just couldn't get really get into the product at the time. So I left for around two years until AJ Styles came back. I think. Um, and but then since then I've kept up with wrestling um, ever since. Not necessarily WWE, but I definitely kept up with wrestling since then. And I think something that you know was a very much you and Reese clashed on a lot of was AEW because mm. you've been very much a, a follower of AEW, whereas Reese and you know it says real preference and everything. <laughs> a lot of people should be able to like what they like. He can't really. He couldn't really get into it, and I think, I think it was an episode of 501 you guys were on, so and I remember you guys had a kind of a lengthy back and forth about you know, your differences in opinion about that particular company. Well, the, the most ironic thing now is that I, 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 I don't know if it's, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's a secret anymore, but a few months ago, actually I think it was last month, Reese messaged me and with, a, with a confession that he really enjoys AEW now. <laughs> he's, he's probably going to kill me for saying this, but hopefully it's going to it's going to come out like two weeks later, so maybe he'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah I, I found that we had very very different opinions on wrestling because um, I I couldn't stand people like Dexter Loomis and Baron Corbin, um, and I mean he absolutely loves Baron Corbin, um, and and to be honest, I, I love this new character for Baron Corbin, but God, I I, I, I on the whole I, I can't fucking stand the sides of him. <laughs> but um but yeah I, I mean wwe wrestling kind of it turned me off a little bit so kind of you know new japan and and to, to a certain extent nxt was like that really that really inspired me and i i really loved i really loved that style um and yeah i haven't really looked back since then so what was about AEW in particular that kind of dream was it mainly because you know you were kind of you know, you weren't get as interested in the WWE product, you know, as you, you once were. Uh it's it's weird because I, I feel like it is quite a few things. I mean, um, I, I mean, the crowd definitely helps because that crowd is a lot more involved in in its promotion than the crowd is in in WWE. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I think atmosphere is kind of everything in wrestling and like a big fight feel. You know, I mean. There's a lot of things that I don't like about WWE. I mean, um, AEW. And there's a lot of things that other people don't like about it. For you know, I think probably justified reasons. But um, they they feel different and they feel new and they feel quite exciting and fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's gonna be always gonna be things that kind of annoy you. I, I think the I think I think the show is very very fast paced, which can kind of go against it sometimes. And I don't know. I think some of the choice of performers and hires have made a bit. Mm, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm still conflicted about some of them, but on the whole, I, I think it's I think there's something in there for almost every everyone, which I haven't really seen from a TV show, let well any TV show, let alone a wrestling show, for quite a while. It is I, I think it's it's a really nice blend. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you that the fast paced nature can really sometimes work against it on the weekly TV because one of my biggest traits. Well, not one of the biggest, but one creative thing I didn't really agree with at uh, some t- point this year was the fact that they did the whole SCU, like, losing mm. the match and they had to split up on TV. And then, like, they had the, like, 
and most of them like you know consoling each other was done during an ad break uh and just moved on like that was a big moment that was a big thing they were doing and you know they're like oh my god they program all these years of history oh well coming up next you know we've got so and so and i'm actually defending his title and like no let it let the moment breathe man and yeah <laughs> I, think, I think on the 18 podcast when we were reviewing so we do i always try to you know think you know if i like it i like it but you know if this is something you know that i would i'd flag another company for then if it then if it happens in AEW, I should then be able to be critical and not be moaned at as a shill or say oh I'm biased or anything because like there were some things that we didn't like especially given that you know uh, a running joke has been there uh, for me like the me and Nathan and Jimmy that our growing dislike for Chris Jericho over the last couple <laughs> of years has just I I've not lost more respect for any one individual than I have for Jericho in the last year and a half. Wow, <laughs> can I can't stand the man. I'm trying to defend that. Uh, I get what they were going for, but like it's so obvious, it's not concrete. It's not even metal. That crash pad he fell into, and then said, "Oh, I heard some chicks in WWE are uh, are knocking that." Well, we'll remember that in six months when you get released and are looking first for a job. Like, fuck off. To be honest, though, I mean, I mean, that that comment about the being released has not aged well, well considering all the people that have been released recently. I know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's weird how people, like there's some people in AEW that really just piss people off. I I find it really fascinating. I mean, Reese absolutely despises Cody. Oh, so do I. Yeah, and I, I know that uh, is it Anthony who doesn't like Jericho. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to defend I know there are a few people here that don't like Jericho, but like I I sometimes went back and forth and played like oh he's not my favorite. You know I don't, mm. I don't I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is. But then like he did the TNT title stuff, which was entertaining. And all that, but then seriously, since Revolution, where he did the whole "Oh, I'm injured, but I'm def- I'm constantly in frame when you do a white <laughs> shot, so I'm definitely going to come back." That, and then the whole "Oh, America, we must band together against this evil Englishman Anthony Gogo, who at the same yeah. time is posting on Twitter and saying, "If you unfollow me because I've posted photos of my me at my sister's wedding to her wife, then I don't need you following me." Like, how am I supposed to boo Anthony Gogo when everything he says about America and Sorry, due respect to most Americans, even there are pretty sure there are even Americans who would agree with some of the points that he was making about America. But no, Cody's mm. the the son of the American dream, the grandson of a plumber. Like, you know, all the way outside, I know, you know, his dad was a common man, his granddad was a plumber. Cody Rhodes always comes out in a different suit every week. He's got his own plane. He's not, he's not the everyday man anymore. His granddad probably wasn't even that good a plumber. I yeah, it, it is a bit weird. I think his granddad was like one of these type of plumbers that always rips you off. He's not. He's <laughs> never got every type of thing he's come. In fact, he's never got the parts for it. Oh man. Well, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say now. Neither <laughs> do I really. I don't know what no. the fuck I was on about. But yeah, um, the, yeah I mean, I, I kind of get it. But I mean, I, I think I've learnt that if you're going to enjoy wrestling, you know, just just try and uh, for me, I, I just try and enjoy it because there's going to be stuff that I don't like. I mean. Jericho can be annoying, I, but I think it's been the best Jericho I've seen in years. I, mean, I think it's been a more sustained period of entertainment than he has been in a while. And I mean, Cody, I, I mean, Cody was fantastic at the start of AEW. Um, obviously, yeah, it is a bit weird at the moment. Um, one thing that kind of annoys me about wrestling fans, though, it's just like this. I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it almost, but like. They worry 
too much about moves. I, I feel like sometimes, like wrestling fans, you know, I, I, I see like all, I see all these people like, you know, criticizing about the fucking super kicks. But, you know, before Shawn Michaels, the super kick was just like, like, it was just like an Irish whip. You know, an Irish whip used to be a bloody finisher. Like, wrestling changes and just because some, just because someone used it as a finisher doesn't mean it can't just be a transition move or something like that. It's really up to the rest of discretion. I think that I find that whole kind of discourse just fucking maddening. <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, there's, it's not that I don't like AEW. I do. Uh, there are people I really enjoy there. I love what Mido's doing now as TNT champion mm-hmm. and everything like that. And and also everything with the Forbidden Door. I'm really enjoying just you're always going to have people no matter what company that you don't like uh, with wrestling. Uh, the one thing I will say about AEW, I'll move on, but we're, we have talked about doing some more AEW related content and lead up to like all out and within the talk about Punk and Brian and everything coming. I think it's a good thing to start talking about AEW again. But mm. uh, one thing I will say is you've got this new show Rampage, so can we just can we just put Dark in the bin? You got 100 <laughs> or so episodes out of it. It was fine. You got Elevation now, so let's keep it Elevation, Dynamite, Rampage. So you got three nights out of the week, four of you got pay-per-views at, at one time, and you said you're going to do four solo specials a year on TNT after you move to TBS uh, next year. So you've got enough nights of wrestling. There's enough nights in WWE and all, all, all the other companies you know, that are involved, because I also watch a lot of New Japan and Impact, so it's hard enough for me as it is with wrestling. So can you just at least sack one? Can we just have at least one less night of wrestling, please? Yeah, it is. I, I, I do. I don't know why we bought an elevation. I mean, I mean, elevation is a much better name than dark. But it, it is strange how many shows I've got. I, I, I don't know anyone who watches. Maybe besides like Matthew, Matthew from Botchamania. <laughs> but like, I, I don't know who. I don't know who watches those bloody shows. <laughs> I, like, who has time? Like, uh, I barely have enough time to watch like SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It is, it is very strange. Um, uh-huh. but I, I, guess, I guess you could say the same thing about uh, two, 205 Live, but I guess. Like the main times I've watched a show like uh, 205 Live or a, a Dark is mainly during the pandemic when I got super bored. Like if I was properly bored and what felt like something wrestling I did, I'd just watch them because I have this weird tendency like where I only watch B-shows or squash matches if I'm properly bored and just want something wrestling mm. to watch that I don't have to think about. So just like fuck it, throw on throw on this. Oh, so and so, so I've never heard of against this guy who's won his last three matches. I know how this is going to end, but you know I'll be entertained. Yeah, exactly. It's it's something to pass the time, I I suppose. Mm-hmm. But you know we're talking about well, how you go into wrestling and everything, and we've mentioned it once or twice about rope break. But before that, it was also called uh, Too Sweet yeah, magazine, <laughs> and. Uh, I've been told, uh, I've been told by you know uh, Mr. Pierce that you were some quite heavily involved in that. So you know I want to get kind of your side of it. How did you kind of come into contact with Ben, who was kind of behind uh, Two Sweet slash Rope Break, and what can you tell me from your time there? Well, it's weird because actually, because um, Two Sweet didn't start with Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually started with someone called um, I think his name was Fazian, who was from um, India. Mm. Um, so I, I, I DM'd him on Instagram because um, I saw he had a wrestling magazine I was like oh you know this could be a good time to get some work um, and try and get into this um, and then he kind of re- rebooted his magazine and stuff so I came on board 
Ben came on. I don't know. I can't remember how Ben came on board. I think I, I think I must have put in. Um, I might I must have put up like an uh, something on the ITR page about like if it's someone to write for a magazine. Um, but yeah, I mean, we kind of started with that, and then that kind of fell fell to shit. Um, partly because of him and partly because of Ben. Um, I mean, Svazian. Uh, he, he has some very strange ideas, which I think I don't know. Sometimes people just make decisions which don't really make sense for what you want to do, and I think he's one of those people. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's like for for tag team of the year, he wanted to put B team at the top because technically they had the best win percentage, but they had only been wrestling for like four months or something, and also they're a crap team. So I was like, <laughs> what, what 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 the hell's going on here? Um, but yeah, so then me, me and Ben had a kind of like a bit of a mutiny. Um, and he kind of he, he kind of turned well Ben kind of turned um, us you know we kind of we, we left basically mm-hmm. kind of assigned to come for the end of um, Rope Break as well so we started Rope Break um, same thing we put an ab, out an advert on the ITR page and people came and yeah it just kind of went from there but our friendship uh, kind of very very quickly deteriorated and I think he was uh, I mean, it was on the part of both of us. I, I, I was kind of losing interest, and some of his personal conduct outside of um, the magazine was not very professional um, towards quite a few people. Um, but I, I, I don't know if he listened to this, so I, I don't know how much I should say. But um, yeah, he's very, um, very unprofessional. I mean, as far as I can tell, after a lot of us left, a lot of the wrestling content was left to the guys on the Undisputed podcast, and they were busy like so they didn't really have much communication with him. So I doubt he's really got much interest in podcasting at the minute. So I doubt, I doubt he'll, I very much doubt that he'll listen to this. But you know, this, no, is, that's true. But this, this is really your side of it, you know. So he, he doesn't necessarily have to agree with the things that you're saying. Oh no, very true. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, yeah, like. Anything that like you know give us the chance of you know him messaging me, I kind of want to avoid. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like he basically, I don't, I don't, know, I, I don't even know how to describe it. But he's very manipulative, and mm. um, I know me, and I think Rahul. I, I, I probably shouldn't say, I probably shouldn't say that, but I, I know he was very inappropriate towards us, um, and very manipulative, and very. I don't know. I I don't want to use the term like sexually like harassed. I I I, I don't even know what it was. I mean, but I I generally believe he did know what he was doing. Um and yeah, it was a really really ugly scene and I'm glad that I never have to talk to him again. Hopefully. Oh well, wow. you think kind of your friendship kind of deteriorated as a result of kind of working kind of together? But like, did you know? So you didn't know each other. Before two, we kind of became friends that way, and then as you were kind of working together, and you know, as like he was behaving in this way, that's kind of where things fell, fell apart. So, was your, yeah. friendship, was your friendship basically built on the fact that you were just working together a lot? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, I, I'm always someone who's kind of <clears throat> excuse me, I, I'm always someone who's a bit of um, I, I, I don't know, I, I kind of like to. I can't think of the right word, but you know, if there's an argument, I kind of like to be peacemaker, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, occasionally there's arguments in these chats and stuff, and like, 
I don't know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not really one for conflict. I, I don't really want people to be upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Um, I, 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 I don't really know where I was going with that. But yeah, we, we kind of just started talking and, you know, inevitably, you know, when you talk about magazines and you start to be friendly with each other, you know, you, you start to be talking more often and you get more friendly, so to speak, I guess. So yeah. it, it wasn't really a proper friendship, but it kind of, it kind of went towards that direction, I guess you can say. And how would you kind of describe what your position was and 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 rope break like? Yeah, because you were uh, some of your kind of primarily focused on like the writing side at first before the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, um, I yeah, I, I was kind of I was kind of tasked with um, finding out what people wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, and kind of you know helping develop that, helping edit that. Um, and obviously I had my own things to work on as well. And then obviously the podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we tried different things. I, I think, I, I can't remember if he ever did a podcast himself. I, I don't think he did. Um, but, um, I mean, I'm mean, credit to Ben. He's, he's, he's an incredibly hard worker and he, he, um, you know, he, he did all the designs for his magazines himself pretty much. Um, and he did a lot of writing, a lot of organizing, um, yeah, he 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 definitely did a lot of um, he definitely did a lot more work than I did. Um, in, in hindsight, I probably should should have done a lot more. Um, but yeah, I, I I mean, we both kind of founded it, but it was very much his kind of thing because he put a lot more work into it than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I you know I I I, I don't think I'd, I'd ever take road break. Um, I I don't think I'd ever take road break. Credit really because I, I really I think that is all his, mm-hmm. and you know I mean he's he's done a fantastic job with the website as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if it's still going, but um, no, I don't think you know. they are. Are they not? Oh, okay. Yeah, I think once the spear guys left, it pretty much it pretty much died. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of the most of it to be honest. Mm-hmm. And. What was your kind of? Did you have like much, you know, uh, interest or you no? Know, with the ambition, but you know, any you know, plans or you know, doing a podcast at any point? Because you know, I don't think you ended up in the podcast side. You know, me, that's how you and I kind of first met. But you know, were you listening to a lot of you know, podcasts there at that time? Because obviously, by the time Robert came along, you know, podcasts in the years prior to that had really blown up, and where like everybody pretty much had to, had a podcast. Um. <clears throat> difficult i i i definitely kind of wanted to, I, I wanted to kind of get into podcasts for a while because i i listened to i listened to quite a few anyway and you know i mean that's you know i listen to itr and when you kind of hear something like that and you enjoy it you're like oh hmm m- maybe i can do this mm-hmm. um so yeah i was kind of i was always looking that way and when i was at university i definitely wanted to do podcasts with people excuse me um at, at a magazine and um, newspapers and all that kind of different stuff. It was always something I kind of really, I, I really wanted to try it. Um, but yeah, I guess this was my first proper go at it, so to speak. Um, I can't actually remember. I can't actually remember the first podcast I ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? I, I think first year of university, um, me and a flatmate, um, we, we were changing the restaurant at the time, and I think we. I, I think we did a few podcasts then because me and him got on really well together and 
it was just a really nice communal experience all podding together to be honest I, I don't think we actually ever released it um but we recorded it you know with the idea that we would release it i i, I don't know what happened with it but um mm. yeah because I, I i really love talking and reflecting on stuff so um yeah but a podcast was something always but i, I always wanted wanted to do and so we come to like i think you remember is it, am I right in saying you maybe left around at the same time that me and, and Nathan and all that would have left you kind know, of wrote babe? I don't think you didn't come to you know, with us at first, you kind of went off and did your own thing for a couple months before you know, becoming part of Rogue Opinions. Yeah, I think so. I, I think um I think I wanted a bit of a, like a break after um road break. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, yeah, because I, I, I didn't think I actually did any podcasting in the meantime, to be honest. So I, I wasn't researching it. No, actually, no, that's not true. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I had a kind of five man podcast with uh, me, Reese, Sads, and I think Scott and Jess. Mm. Um, but that, that was very short lived. Um, but I, I think me, I think, you know, me, Sad, and Reese ha- had done a few since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, it was kind of short-lived, but, you know, we, we were very, like, close-knit as a group, so I, I guess that was the time. But, yeah, yeah, after that, I kind of just took a break from it. I, I guess my my interest in wrestling... Actually, no, it, it was still alive, but then I, I'm getting my timeline confused. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I kind of just wanted a break, and I, I was focusing on university mm-hmm. and, you know, my mental health and loads of different kinds of stuff, because... You know, it's kind of good to have breaks from things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that, that was definitely something I wanted to do. And then I can't actually remember how the, the um, Rogue Opinions thing came about, but I really wanted to join, but I didn't want to ask to join. So <laughs> I, I was dropping small hints to Reese. I was like, oh man, that, that, Rogue, that um, Rogue Opinions thing is really cool. Man, oh, I, I miss podcasting, you know. <laughs> um and I, I, I don't know if I was too subtle or he just didn't really give a shit. But um, in the end, uh, he took pity on me. And I think me, him and Carl started doing the football one and their lives have been hell ever since. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to ask you about uh, Carl uh, and, and Liam. And Liam. I was going to ask you about Carl and, and Reese. That kind of became... Kind of, you guys were you know, your own little group for a while because it seemed to be for a little while, uh, even though me and Carl did stuff together. And uh, at the start, uh, Carl and Nathan did stuff with that, opinions are strange stuff. It did seem for a little while that there was two like core groups in, uh, in Rogue Pines, you know, me, Nathan and Jimmy, and then mm. you guys. I think part that's part of the reason why me and the guys called ourselves the A-team is kind of a, <laughs> as, as, as kind of a you know, joke. Because we, we enjoyed the stuff we were doing, and we kind of noticed that we were like a, we kind of mainly podcast with each other, which is why we call ourselves that. But then you guys kind of got together in your own kind of group, where I think you particularly, you and Reese did quite a lot of stuff together, and then or Reese and Carl did stuff together. So is there a reason you guys seem to like keep kept coming together? Was it that you had ideas, like shared ideas, or was it just like you enjoyed talking with those guys? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I enjoy talking to them. They're kind of my in, so I guess we kind of always just stuck together. You know, it's like when you, it's like when you come to a new school. You know, <laughs> the first people you kind of talk to for a while—that is your kind of group. 
and you kind of you're set in those ways and you know you know you're going to leave and find another group because then you know have to go through that whole love again so it's kind of like that um i i mean i, I don't know about you but it has felt like there was like a bit of a divide for quite a while in very opinions like i i mean you know this is a, this is a, we've done two podcasts in the last two weeks but i think this is the first time that just you and i have ever done one mm-hmm. and, I, and i think the punishment with me and anthony watching that awful tna show um mm-hmm. i think that's the first time me and him ever podcasted together so i mean i i think i think somehow we, i think we all just kind of got used to podcasting with each other and we kind of all got a little bit segregated which i, I don't know i mean yeah, I kind of found it a bit sad because I, I I like doing big group podcasts and I like doing things with different people and trying new things. But um, at the same time, you know, I th- I think we had a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I don't think it was against anything against you guys because no, of course not. I think because we uh, it was hard to get any of you guys to do anything with Jimmy because you know time difference was always an issue with him, even when he was here like regularly. Uh, me and Carol. Did stuff together, but then his interest in wrestling wins and so on. Up until I was able to kind of hop on board the Mandalorian thing with him, he and I didn't do as much regular stuff. And now we've got something really good going. Me and Reese, you know, we've done some stuff. Together. He's been on SmackDown before, but he and I it always seems to be a curse with me and him whenever it's something he and I are involved in. Schedules can never align <laughs> in any way. Uh, take take the hint, Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Reese, I wrote you, but you're still in Colin. But, and then, and then there's been this because I think when I joined, you know, we talked about it wasn't necessarily going to be a wrestling podcast; it was going to be other stuff. But I, I was still into wrestling, and I didn't know what else I wanted to talk about uh, for a long time until like fairly recently in the last like less than just under a year or so. I found a lot more on wrestling stuff to be involved in. So obviously I didn't know what other stuff to do with like to you or Reese because obviously I wasn't into the football, I wasn't into the Doctor Who stuff. I remember, you know, it's guy shows the freedom we've got here because like Carl and Reese did a fucking Bake Off podcast that got like six or seven episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot we did that, but yeah, they seem to really be into that to be fair. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, I, I definitely, I forgot what I was going to say now. That's, that's really irritating. Um, I'm sure it was very insight- insightful, though. <laughs> but like, my, but like, my point was going to be that obviously us not doing much together was really more so. I think because before I don't think we had the uh, mm. we really had this uh, an idea that we were both into that we wanted to kind of pursue. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And I think kind of also if you kind of get cold an idea as well, it kind of makes things more difficult. And I mean, because I mean, you know, Bands of Munich ended um, because football was kind of becoming, you know, it, it was slowly killing our souls a little bit because um, it, it felt like the same thing in the week. And I think Carl didn't really enjoy doing match reviews, which, you know, I, I, I kind of understand. Um, but yeah, it's, um, it, I, I think you definitely do need to find your niche. I, I, I would like to, I, I would kind of like to do something that's kind of a bit more episodic. You know, I quite like what you guys are doing with like the Loki podcast or the Bake Off thing. Um, I quite like having, you know, you know, on this day, you, we're going to talk about this episode. You know, it gives you something to look forward to. And mm-hmm. um, um, I, I always really quite like that stuff. But obviously, if you, don't, if you don't know what people are into or you don't have something like that, you know, I guess you're not really going to talk to some people. 
Mm-hmm. But anyway, this isn't this isn't about my bloody group. This is about me. God damn it! You come on, Rogue Opinions. I think I was. Is it am I right in saying that I was getting to, getting to come on and maybe talk about something you might have been more into at the time, like say football or like football mm. or something like that? Uh, was that kind of mostly what appealed to you, or was it just you were kind of missing podcasting a lot of it? I think it was missing podcasting. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely, I mean, I don't think me and Reese ever did a football podcast before, so I was like, oh, you know, this could be quite fun. Um, and I, I was kind of getting into a bit more like the sports journalism stuff. Um, and so I, I kind of, I guess it kind of went to hands in hand. Um, yeah, Reese asked me and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'd absolutely love to do that. Because I mean, uh, I, I missed podcasting with Reese. I think me and him have a very good dynamic. Um, which I, I, I kind of missed doing podcasts with podcasting with him but i guess we still do now and then um yeah we, we came in um did it with carl I, I never talked to carl before um I, I think he was a little bit shocked by um what i was like i, I think i corrupted <laughs> it very early and i think he probably regrets it to a certain extent but um <laughs> I, i'm sure i mean hell he asked me to do another series so it's his own fault if he fucking hates it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I, I think we came in to do football and now we're here talking about villains and mm-hmm. all other types of crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you seem to be very much enjoying it. And, you know, I know you don't do a lot of wrestling really stuff, but, like, given you said you got into, like, in 2011, I would love if we were able to, at some point, get you on Retro Smackdown to kind of, kind of drop you into almost this, like, unknown kind of world in the world of wrestling you might not have been uh, seen as much of, because, you mm. know, you You've got like Reen, who's what who well, he came on was watching a lot of that for the first time because he's like by far the youngest out of all of this. Besides uh, me, though. Yeah, besides you. Uh, so he's like yeah, very young, and he went to see that or like there are guys who maybe just don't remember or maybe weren't watching at the time. So I'm always like getting different opinions, which is why it was part of the reason why I was doing the whole guest goals for a while. So mm. at any point we can get you in to do uh, retro SmackDown. Then I'd be happy to have you. I would rather eat my own first. No, no, I, 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 I'm definitely down. Um, oh. Yeah, we, 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 which days are you at at the moment with, with, with SmackDown? Yeah, we can't. Yeah, the the pace kind of stalled a little bit due to some scheduling issues, and we're not going to get that solved with because we were friends before I got on my holiday, but you're hearing it after my holiday, so obviously it's not going to get solved until after I come back. So, but we are like a couple weeks away from Backlash 2000. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely down for. It. I definitely. I've never watched that period. I watched a, a little bit of um '97. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely up for that. I think that could be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I'll see what happens. I think uh, I don't know if we want to get you on a favor on a random episode. Imagine, but I'm pretty sure we may have offered Carl uh, to come on back like 2000 because. Uh, last couple, I had him on two '99 pay-per-views for part of that series, and uh, he wasn't entirely happy with the ones that he got, so he's wanting something better. <laughs> so we're, this is almost a makeup thing to him. Oh, typical Carl. Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me though. But although, um, although after that, like a week or so after that, you've got Insurrection, like which is one of their UK exclusive pay-per-views from that time, which usually a little of consequence happens, but they're often fun to take the piss out of. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think taking the piss out of stuff is is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. It's 
how human beings feel better about themselves. <laughs> but, but Liam, that is just about all the questions I I have for you. Oh uh, really? Oh okay. I I I know we've been a little uh, all over the place, but it's been good having you on. But I will round out by asking you. How do you how when you reflect on your time at Rogue Finds, yeah, you know, so far, you know, well, what, what, how do you kind of feel about it? And uh, is there anything you want to accomplish, kind of, in your time at Rogue Finds, you know, in the future? To be honest, it's been one of the most fun periods of my life, which sounds ridiculous, um, maybe, but um, I've really enjoyed it. Just chatting with new people, talking about different things. Um, it can be a little bit. Uh, it can be a little bit sad sometimes. I, I I do get quite sad if I have a very bad podcast um, performance, and and I, and I do actually kind of reflect on my performance on podcast, which probably sounds a bit weird, and sounds like I'm taking it too seriously. But no, I I, I really I really enjoy and care about this stuff. Um, and well, I mean, you probably can't tell because my my mic always sounds like shit. So I probably should invest in a new one. But um, no, I, I, I really, I, I really do care about it, and it's been one of the best times. And hopefully, we can take the brand, the brand upwards and onwards. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, who knows? I, I, I would love to make this my career. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, I, I'm not putting any of my eggs in that. But um, you know, yeah, yeah regardless, it, I, I've just really enjoyed it, and I, I love doing stuff like this because it's something different, something new, and I get to talk to some lovely people. Well, that's very nice of you to see, and it's been lovely to have you on here and getting to, you know, see a different side of yourself. Uh, but before, as we round out, we may have mentioned some of the stuff that you're up to, but just in case some people may not have uh, heard it all too well, what have you got currently going on in Rogue Pines that you can plug first? Yeah, sure, actually. Um, absolutely. So, um, me and me and Carl were doing um, Rogue Opinions. I think, like, as you mentioned, I think a bit earlier, um, our episode should be, should be coming out soon. Um, I have my own quiz show um, called Safe Words, um, which I'm really enjoying, and um, it gives me fun to bar people up and um, make them look like idiots. And um, <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. So, I mean, if you just want something that's very casual and just really, really silly quizzing experience then you know please listen to it um i i love doing them and hopefully hopefully people enjoy listening to it and i i, I you know it's something that's really annoyed me about most far I, I have no idea how many people listen to my podcasts or anything like this um i think it was nathan as all the analytic analytics doesn't he yeah you kind of used to show them again in the early days so we could kind of see that what was working or what might not have been working kind of in the early days but i think we kind of just stopped doing that yeah thank oh, you you should. I, I'd love to see. Um, I'd love to see kind of the numbers for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I, I it's um, I, I guess those are the main things. Um, hopefully, I'll be doing retro for SmackDown in the future. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, keep your eyes peeled because maybe there's something new coming. Maybe not. But um, if I think me and Reese might maybe we might have done a podcast by the time this comes out. Um, possibly about football. I don't know. It depends on his schedule. He, he's a very busy, busy boy with Twitch these days. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's really all my plugs for, for the moment. So I, I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, you can find, take out all those podcasts uh, if you haven't already. 
check out Rogue Opinions uh, at Rogue underscore Opinions on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our website, RogueOpinions20 at WordPress.com. Uh, articles by likes of Carl or Anthony, one or two by myself uh, up there for you to read. Uh, got real great to spend reading all that past episodes of that while we wait for new ones in our back catalog. If you're a bit behind on that, you can see, you can find uh, the quizzes that we've done, not just uh, Liam's one, but past ones, the wrestling related. And no, 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 j- just mine, I'm sorry. You can find other quizzes <laughs> on other back catalog on all good Android podcasting sites. You can see the one where me and Carl teamed together and Team Godfather was born in that birth. Podding ain't easy as we make our way through the Marvel uh, show on Disney Plus, Loki, and Carl experiences a lot of it for the first time because he managed to avoid spoilers when it first uh, came out uh, a yeah, month or so ago. So we're making our way through that and, you know, all the, the different team-based shenanigans coming out of there. And I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that I need to plug from Rogue Pines because, you know, I've just been doing a lot of stuff before I go on my holiday. Uh, over at my other podcast, Got on Paul's Rambling Podcast at SB Rambling. Uh, you can find shows about Fraser and some classic wrestling stuff we've, po- po- we've been posting, like uh, In Your House 8 Beware Dog from 1996 and the 1993 King of the Ring. We did reviews of both of those shows and we're just plowing forward now and up back on a more regular schedule. And uh, well, also, keep it on with quizzes. Eat, sleep, sleep, play, repeat. They should have been out by now. But uh, it came out the the day after SummerSlam. Uh, quiz Showdown 13, Can You Feel the Heat? Uh, <laughs> next part of that, uh, that quiz show there, uh, series that they've got going on their YouTube channel. I've got myself on there trying to become a three-time Quiz Showdown champion. And we'll see what happens there if I manage to complete that feat. Uh, but other than that, you know, keep up with the brand. And on social media, as I said, and we thank you for listening to No Rogues Bard. And we hope you listen to the past episodes if you haven't already. And stay tuned as I go through the rest of the team. And one last time, I was feeling I'll say thank you to Liam for agreeing to be on this show. My friend, it was an absolute pleasure. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on. And until next time, everybody, we'll see you later. Goodbye. Some people say I look like me, Dad. I get down from the treehouse